what it looks like to have a healthy, godly mom and daughter relationship. Being able to have the hard discussions is super important. Are you dating? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> what does it look like to have boundaries? We're always going to be learning. Welcome back to Mothers and Daughters. My name is Raven. I'm the daughter. And I'm Karen, and I'm the mom. <laughs> and we're just having so much fun today. Mm-hmm. We just got off the holiday high. Yeah, so. it's the Christmas hangover. <laughs> it was a good Christmas. Yes, it was a great Christmas. We had a good time. Yeah, and for those of you who are wondering, I definitely got that hairbrush. Thanks, mm-hmm. Mom. Now she's wondering, where's her hairbrush? I know. What's that? What was that? Veggie Tales. Oh, yeah. Oh, where is my hairbrush? <laughs> All right. We're not going to sing for everybody. <laughs> okay. Okay. Man, Scrooge over here. <laughs> Those of you wouldn't actually know this, but mom's an amazing singer. Oh, thank you. A really great singer. She Aww, also doesn't so know sweet. this, but she, my sister Avery and my grandma are going to sing in my wedding. What? Surprise. Who surprise. is? You, Mama and Avery. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. That's new. At yeah. least we got some time on that one. Okay. Wow. That's the second marriage joke I've had this weekend. My best friend came to visit and Annie, she said, oh yeah, you're going to have to wait like a good 10 years before that happens. Oh no, maybe not that long. Hopefully not. Yeah. We'll see what the Lord has. Indeed. Yeah. But it was a good Christmas. I'm glad that we still got to hang out. It was weird that we didn't do our normal thing for Christmas Eve and go look at lights. Mom almost didn't even let me open my gift of PJs, you guys. I was so upset. (laughs) Yeah, but we did. And it turned out just great, actually. Even though we didn't have, like, specific plans on Christmas Eve, it was fun that we made appetizers on Christmas Day. That was fun. I like that. Yeah, that was different. Yeah. (laughs) I also don't like change. Stop rolling your eyes at me over there. I just, I don't know. I don't like change. I know. Change is hard, isn't it? And we're going through a lot of change, especially with Lyndon getting married mm-hmm. in a few months and boyfriends coming into the picture and we have yeah. to adapt and yeah, that's not fun sometimes, but just different seasons. Yeah. I'm just like, I love all four se- seasons, but they do come with change and ex- and different expectations. That's true. And I think it's also been different too, because Avery was in Italy for the last four months. So she just got back into town. So we're all kind of on different playing fields in the sense that we all have different feelings thoughts expectations of what is good or what's so how do you think we can manage those expectations so that we're not disappointed Mm. lower them (laughs) (laughs) actually that's a really great point (laughs) if we come in with very few expectations we're gonna hit hit the home run aren't we yeah Mm. I mean I don't know far exceed those low expectations (laughs) Well, it's also kind of what you said, too, of expect the best. And I think it's really easy not to expect the best or just to assume that someone's judging you or upset with you, especially when it's your sister or your family, because I want to please you guys. But I also know what you guys are thinking a lot of the time. So sometimes I wonder, oh, wait, are they thinking this? And you might not be thinking that. No, we're not thinking that at all. And then it's, are you okay? Is everything all right? Yes, we're fine. And then we get frustrated. So expect the best. Yeah, I know. And it's also being willing to own when you make the mistake. I mean, I think about this last couple of days and Avery and I kind of gotten into a tiff because I definitely shared something that I probably, I know I definitely shouldn't have shared. And even when I misspoke, I realized, oh, that was wrong. And I definitely broke her trust with that. Yeah, what was that Christmas night? 
Was it Christmas night? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's End stunk. of the day, everything was great, amazing, and then boom, explodes. Yes. And so I think that's a good reminder, though, too, because even as mom and daughters, we have trust that can sometimes be broken, too. Mm-hmm. And you didn't... Ex- you didn't intend to break Avery's trust. It just ha- kind of happened. Yeah. But there was a lot of hurt there. Yeah. And so I guess for an example, when you break someone's trust, especially when it's sibling to sibling, and then you say it in front of your parents, it's even worse because you're like, wait a second. Our parents weren't even supposed to know. This was just a you and I thing. Everyone else wasn't supposed to know. And I was like, oh, you're right. And I'm sorry. That was wrong. And so that wasn't fair of me to share. But I also think even as daughters, it's probably hard because as a mom, you see broken trust. And so then you wanted to get in and fix it. So how do you think as a mom that should be dealt with between her daughters? Well, yeah, when the when the daughters are having issues um, early on, I wanted to fix it because I just wanted peace. I think we all want peace and harmony. But the reality is life is just not perfect. It's never going to be perfect. And it's not necessarily about pleasing everybody to the point of happiness and everybody's just happy because life's messy and we all know that but I did recognize early on that you guys have got to figure it out with some guidance and sometimes it it did require me to step in and and guide you know you to that process but I think at a certain point Dr. Kevin Lehman I love him he's a great Mm -hmm. uh, Christian psychologist and he had said, he gave me, gave the, uh, one of the examples from a book and it said, you find the smallest room in the house and you put your kids in it, the ones that are fighting, and then they can't come out of that room, which ours happened to be a powder bathroom on the first floor. That's pretty tiny. Um, and you can't come out until you figure it out. And first of all, they don't want to be that close to one another. No. And second of all, they want it just to be over with. Now, we want reconciliation, forgiveness and reconciliation. But I actually do think it worked. Yeah, I think it was definitely not fun. I remember being super young and upset because Avery and Lyndon, I mean, when we had a blowout fight, we had a blowout fight. And so I did not want to be put in this tiny little bathroom with them and try and work it out. But I do think it was good. However, when we're older, we don't do that anymore. Right. We just well, have to deal with it on our own. But I, mean, I do think it was hard because you did get upset. And you're like, can we just get along? Right. But then realizing it actually helped um, when you guys were forced to do that because it really did help you understand that you have to confront that conflict mm-hmm. with one another and work through how you do that with one another. So mm-hmm. perhaps it was older before you had an opportunity to do that, but um, I do think that there are certain things like respect when you see that your kids really not respecting one another. That's just not right. Okay. And so I, I would definitely stand in when it had to do with honor and respect. But anything else that's really silly about someone borrowing a sweater and not returning it or something <laughs> like that, you guys can deal with it. Yeah, I actually do think that's a good point because by being forced to work it out when we were younger and confront conflict no matter what happened, no matter what, really, we couldn't just sit there and pretend like nothing happened. We had to talk through it because one, you made us, but then two, we're kind of wired that way now. Mm-hmm. It's good and it's actually helped me with my roommates and the I actually live in a house with four other girls, so five of us total. There's a lot of stuff that can kind of arise and we had a lot of conflict to work through and 
everything in me wants to run. No part of me actually wants to address it, but I realize there's so much. Actually, there's this quote by Emily Dickinson, and it says, there's ransom in a voice, but silence is infinity. And so when there's silence, you have all of these thoughts that are going on and on, and you can't get out of it. But when you speak, there's ransom or you're saved because you have an idea of what that person's thinking and you're able to actually work through it. Mm, That's good. And so Avery and I later that night got to work through it and I apologized and she forgave me and we talked it out and praise God too, because Avery and Lennon are my best friends. And so I hate when there's not one page or oneness between us. Well, and, and I heard a story not long ago of some uh, brothers and sisters kind of there, they were in a fight, but the oldest actually embarrassed one of the younger boys her Mm. her brother um and especially with technology and and social media exposed something of him that you know that wasn't that just wasn't right it 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 put him in a um, bad light not like a physical no 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 no, just embarrassed him yeah yeah and 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 I just thought you know what that should, that should, that has to be nipped. I mean, that mm. can't be left for further comedy within family yeah. because as brothers and sisters, as mothers, daughters, as family members, um, we want to protect and really honor mm-hmm. the image of Christ in them. And that's just something that I think that we have to be fierce and, and protect um, because we're family mm-hmm. and we need to protect each other's honor. Yeah, no, that's a really good point. And I think social media is really scary because I know, especially for us, you guys raised us in a way that we respect each other. So I would never post something on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram and say, oh, look at Lennon. She's being so ridiculous today or yada, yada and making fun of her because, yeah, it's so rude and mean spirited. But also I think some people grow up with that joking mentality. But then once you put it on the media like that and out into, as dad would say, the interwebs, it's out there and people also read that and a lot of times I've actually read there's been this post by these two girls that I know and they're sisters and they joke with each other all the time and one of the posts she was totally joking but it sounded so mean-spirited and just kind of gro- I, gross and I asked her sister about it and she started laughing and she goes no no no, that's just how my sister is she was joking but I sat there and I went man if my sister had said that about me and people thought it was real I'd be so embarrassed yeah, and so that's not cool yeah, I think there is something really big about respect, not only just on social media, but no. also the way that you talk about your sisters in public. And even when I shared that tidbit of information that Avery didn't want me to share, that was in no way trying to embarrass her. Nothing. It was just, oh, we're super open, so I can share this. And then as soon as it left my mouth, I was like, oh, probably should not have shared that secret. Yeah. So, Well, and we're going to make mistakes like that, obviously. Yeah. But what would you say, Mom, is something that, in the past where you've broken any trust how do you feel like other people should deal with it so for instance as a mom when we would say mom don't share with dad our secret or don't say this I just want it between us do you think that's good do you think that's healthy um I you know I I think it I think that is a difficult expectation to maintain and I know that there have been times where one of you have said, hey, please don't tell dad. And depending on the situation, um, I I would honor that. But then there are some times that that's just too great of an expectation. Um, because quite frankly, as spouses, mom and dad, parents, wife and, and husband, 
we are going to share something that is a lot more intimate than any other relationship, even within the family. And so a mother or a wife withholding information from her husband, not probably the best kind of prerequisite to a good relationship nor a good family dynamic. And so in that situation, I probably would say, you know, I, that's, not a great um, position for me to be in where I'm withholding information from your dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I will, you know, keep certain parts of that shared only between you and I. It just depends on what the situation is. Yeah. Um, if it has to do with your future, if it has to do with your well-being, not going to keep it from him. Mm. But if it has to do with, you know, female situations or um the month uh, yeah those kinds he doesn't really want to know that so that's that's okay even the best gift that keeps on giving laser hair removal yeah laser hair removal dads don't want to know about that just (laughs) but it is the best gift you can give another female however that's beside the point (laughs) um but dads don't want to know that especially of their daughters so you know there's just there's a fine line obviously i think when you're keeping secrets with anybody that's not that's not always the best thing now confidences trusts that sort of thing um it just depends on on the situation but Mm -hmm. it's a it's very difficult to try to have one spouse keep that from another but definitely beyond that i think confidences are shared and should be shared and should be kept what would you say for when someone's mom tells one of her mom friends right or that information in general when do you think it's okay for moms to share with other moms should they be able to share with other moms I mean what would you say um well I I think it again depends on the situation I think a lot of times females moms whatever we want to share with other females other friends our situations and what's going on but sometimes that that can be just way too much and I Mm -hmm. again I think that um your heart really dictates what's best in that situation. And a person knows where they're sharing too much and what that, what you're doing, the daughter would want you to share to somebody else. Um, I think there's, there is a fine line between sharing because you want to vent and you want to feel better about yourself versus sharing for a positive reason, which honestly in that situation is really just gossip about your daughter um, versus something else. Now, I have had uh, friends come to me in confidence about situations with their daughters wanting advice, godly counsel. Mm. And I don't want to know the details, frankly. They just can tell me general kind of context, and we can talk through that and the best way to to step through that. But that's different. I think that, you know, there's still lines that need to be drawn and confidences maintained within that. But for one woman to go and seek counsel, godly counsel of another woman, I think that is totally um, okay. Uh, Just, again, maintaining the confidentiality between those two people. So what would be an example of that? If I came to you and I said, Theoretically, I have a child, right? Oh, brother. (laughs) And I say, you know, Sally has been sleeping around with her boyfriend and she's starting to smoke marijuana too. And I think she's kind of getting into cocaine or all of this craziness, right? 
how much do I share? How much do I not share? Or what's sharing too much? Or is that okay? Is that not venting? Like what's an example between gossip and an example of, no, I'm venting, seeking wise counsel? I think when you're sharing just for the sake of sharing, oh my goodness, yes, so-and-so, she's um, doing this, she's doing that, she's pregnant, now I don't, I mean, I'm just beside myself, and this is what she said, and this is what he said, and this is what's going on. Mm. We're we're just retelling what's happening in our lives versus going, one, to a wise person, asking in confidentiality to give wisdom about a situation without giving details that would humiliate another Mm. person. Yeah. And probably also, correct me if I'm wrong, telling someone that you know will also keep that in confidence too. Absolutely. Right. I mean, obviously, those kinds of accountability discussions can only be had with certain people. Mm. And you have to understand and have discernment about, you know, who those are. Yeah. Because I think about one of my friends in particular, and she's had a couple of times where her mom will share with people that her mom's really close to, and then my friend doesn't want other moms to know. Because a lot of times, sometimes, those moms would say something or would talk about it, and she would just be sitting there going, Mom, I thought I could trust you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that is really hard. But I've never experienced that because I don't think you've really told other people. And if you did tell other people, one, you would either tell me, that you told them or two, you didn't tell me and they wouldn't tell me either. So I don't know. And I think we're supposed to have community and people that we talk to in confidence and share our burdens with. And so, you know, a mother's burdens, I think are also her daughter's burdens. Mm -hmm. I mean, you are taking on a lot of my burdens by me sharing with you. And we've already talked about how that shouldn't be reciprocated. You know, your burden shouldn't be back on me, but in order to give those to the Lord, we also confess them in community. So it makes sense that you have community. I think it really does come down to can the people that your mom is sharing with, can those people be trusted and will they keep it in confidence? Right. And, and really, honestly, this is no different than any other relationship. A mother and daughter's relationship mm-hmm. is no different. Right. But I think as mothers, sometimes we think it's different because it's our daughter and we can share what's going on in their lives by just talking with another, you know, person without realizing that our daughters have privacy mm-hmm. and confidentiality needs that need to be upheld. Yeah. And so it, it it can seem like a different kind of relationship, but it's no different than any other relationship. It's no different than mm-hmm. any other kind of gossip. Uh, we had to, we just have to use discernment and wisdom in those situations. Yeah, that's good. I think the other part that can be hard, too, is as daughters, we can vent and kind of gossip, too, about other people in our social circles, especially in middle school, high school. And so what does it look like when we get in a fight with someone and then as a mom, you're upset with that person, but then the friend and I make up. So, for instance, I had this girl Mm -hmm. in high school who was, for lack of a better term, kind of a wench. She was just mean and did not treat me well um, and would kind of just be hot and cold all the time and I would share that with my family and I would say mom I just don't understand why is she causing me so much heartache I don't get it I don't get it and then we'd make up and then it would be all okay and my sisters would still be mad at her but would you say that would change the way that you interacted with that girl at all yeah I mean I think that as parents as mothers 
especially as mothers, mama bears, we want to protect our children. And so, man, like you mess with one of my girls, all claws come out. Like, <laughs> But um, I think that, I think fundamentally, and I, I was watching some really young toddlers today at church and how they interacted with their mom and dad. And I realized that inherently the single most thing I think that children want from their parents is security and protection, Mm -hmm. especially girls, daughters. They want a feeling of I'm secure, I'm protected. And so, yes, as our daughters um, and children grow up, we want to protect them and we want to expand their boundaries a a bit so that they can explore but still being protected but in those situations of hurt and disappointment we want to step in sometimes and fix the problem and fiercely protect them and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing however uh, helping our daughters work through those situations like with your friend is important but when it becomes more of a grudge or bitterness in my heart or mom's heart mm-hmm. than the daughter's heart, um, or when it becomes that root of bitterness, then it becomes more about me mm-hmm. and less about my daughter growing, developing, handling conflict, r- resolving conflict, and forgiving that person, even if there's not reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but our call is to help steward the lives of our children to reconciliation we are ministers we just learned this today uh we are ministers of reconciliation and that means we are ambassadors for our children and um, ambassadors for christ but to our children as well and so if we're not helping them toward forgiveness and our own hearts are not in a forgiveness mode then there's there's obviously something wrong yeah, I think that's a really good point. And I think you did a really good job of it too because every time she came around, you never acted different to her at all. You're completely neutral. And a person who had actually asked us this question of how do we deal with it, with her mom, she said she loves her mom, but her mom definitely is mom bear. And so when her friends do come around, her mom can give them the cold shoulder or can be more upset than the daughter herself. And she's saying, mom, why are you so upset? I'm over it. You need to get over it too. Well, and I think one thing that I learned several years back, and I don't remember from what teaching, but it it was basically saying, as Christians, we are never really to hold an offense. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jesus didn't hold an offense against anyone, nor are we. And so if we are easily offended, then I have to check my pride and my heart at the door and know where, or really explore where that's coming from. Yeah. Because as as Christians... And there is nothing that we should really hold, you know, in offense toward another person. And I know that that's hard and we're going to be hurt. We're going to be disappointed. We're going to be challenged and persecuted. But there is no offense worth holding on to because that will become the seed that bitterness grows from. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, quite frankly, on the other side, maybe I didn't treat those individuals any differently but you I also want to teach you wisdom Mm -hmm. about who to bring close to you and who to to be held in arm's length because obviously there are some people that are going to be caustic they're going to be not uh, investing in you in a positive way Mm -hmm. and vice versa and so 
you know, I want to teach you wisdom to choose friends appropriately as well. Yeah. <laughs> you said vice versa. Vice versa. It's vice versa. No, it's not. It's vice versa. We'll have to look it up okay, after fine. this. Look it up in Webster's. <laughs> it's Webster dictionary. I don't even it's think Webster. it's Webster's. It's Webster's. You said it's <laughs> Webster. It's with an apostrophe S dictionary. Webster's. Okay. It's Webster's. Who do you think created it? That's true. That's true. Okay. No, but you made Look a really good point. <laughs> irregardless, not a word. <laughs> I thought you were about to say that that was a I word. Would I would never ever go, say irregardless is a word. Mother. Regardless, same meaning as regardless or irregardless. Irregardless isn't a word though. I know. So therefore, then it's there's not a word. no same meaning because it's not. People use irregardless as they should. Regardless, it's not a word. Right. Webster's. <laughs> Oh, man. But you did make a good point. I think that's good saying that we should have wisdom with who we're friends with. And you did a good job of not just telling me, don't be friends with her. You just ask me questions, ask me how it made me feel. And I very quickly learned. Do you think that's a positive relationship or a negative relationship? (laughs) A little bit less Jerry Springer-esque. Actually, I've never even seen that show, so I don't even know if he... Was that like a therapy show? No. Oh. (laughs) Let's strike that from the record, please. Uh, well that is all we have for you today (laughs) we have enjoyed spending this time with you and we can't wait to talk more next time all right my name is raven and karen (laughs) adios amigo (laughs) or is it amigos 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 i'm teaching mom spanish but it's been slow going she does know when I ask her what I... We're going to have to cut this part out. Are we actually? I think it's pretty great. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. Bye.